What up, what up, what up? It's the 3rd of July. I want to welcome you to the next episode of the Connor's Corner Podcast, man. Today's episode is the Black Love episode, the Roe v. Wade episode, and the funniest shit I heard on Versus in my life, the Ray J. Jeremiah skits. Uh, we got all that for you right here, man. It's the love episode, man. We talking love. We talking marriage. We talking understanding relationships, man. July 3rd, man. We celebrated Juneteenth. Shouts out to the homie Freddie Gibbs. New movie out on uh, Apple TV. Down with the King. Lupe Fiasco album banging. Kendrick Lamar album banging. Uh, a lot of good music going on out here right now uh, for the summer. Uh, gas $5 a gallon. Essence Festival back in full swing. Everybody out in the, the N.O. kicking it for Essence, man. Things revving back up. Um, we're going to see how things keep going, though. This inflation is a bitch right now. People can't get no houses. I got the lease purchase programs on deck. If you want to find out if the lease purchase program is something available to you in your city, let's do it, man. It's a personal goal of mine to help increase the number of black homeowners in America, period, point blank. That's my goal. That's my goal. That's my goal for my gift to give back to my people. And other than that, I'm just trying to get rich in uh, real estate investing. So that's what I got going on. If you want some uh, insight and maybe invest in some real estate here in the Atlanta market, man, let me know. I buy ugly houses. I sell awesome houses. All right. But I do buy ugly ones. So um, got that there. But all that and more coming up on this episode of the Connors Corner Podcast. So this is a take that I had. Um, I was talking to a friend about black love and why is it so much disconnect and confusion amongst my people when it comes to love. And I was making an example about like, you know, I see so many couples and people that have gotten together over the years that... You know, they spend all this time together with hopes of being married and, you know, finalizing their love and a relationship with, you know, a family and nuptials and all of that. And for some reason, man, in my in my in my culture, we struggle to accept one another and love one another and understand one another. It's almost so much turmoil. It's like, I feel like in some cases, black women don't allow black men the opportunity to love them correctly because I feel like we come to black women because we want y'all to understand us and know us the most. And and I ain't just saying black women, it's just a cultural thing. Like black women have protected black men all since we got over here to America. In slavery, during the civil rights movement, 80s, 90s, currently. And women understand what black men go through. They, you know, we're your fathers, your uncles, your nephews, your brothers, your sons. But some, for some reason, they don't understand us and we don't understand our black women. And we got so much disconnect and turmoil. I'm not saying other cultures don't have it, but it doesn't seem as harmonious as it is in other cultures to me. Black women are supposed to know what it's like to be a black man, get pulled over by the police, deal with the stress of feeling like you're an endangered species, know everybody's clutching their purse when they get around you. Just a whole adolescence, teenage, 
young adult, adult years, like we go through these phases of traumas as black men. And our mama's supposed to know our traumas. And it seems like when we get to the black women, it's almost like we got to do another performance. It's like, you know, instead of black women just loving and understanding their men, sometimes it's like, all right, now you got to do a picture-perfect performance in front of me as well and impress me as well. You know, I know you got all these stresses of the world, so instead of you being able to come over and rest in my in my arms, you got to impress me as well. And if you don't impress me, I'll leave you. And if things don't work out after so much time, I'll leave you. But, you know, people in my culture split up at 40, split up at 35. It's like, what are you going to do now? You wait till you 40 to want to get out here and and try to restart and refine it it's like all that is is a lack of understanding and a lack of love for one another like what do our black women need what do our black men need we need each other we don't need to be out here separating and going our separate ways and women trying to do so much on their own and men trying to do so much on their own and eventually you know I guess sometimes that's how people end up dating people from other races but the point I was making was like Asians, women, Asian women find a way to understand their men. White women find a way to understand their men. Not saying some races don't uh, do mixed couples or interracial couples, but I just see so much turmoil in black love that is bothersome to me. And I just came up with this little thought pattern after watching this crazy Mondo film called Goodbye Uncle Tom if you get a chance to watch that watch that and let it blow your mind but it kind of showed me how black love got separated black men loving for one another looking out for one another looking out for little black children looking out for our black women and that movie just kind of showed some of the most truest to me depiction of what slave life could have been the manipulation manipulation the terror, the turmoil, the anxiety, and it kind of forced black people to turn on each other long before we got to the modern, you know, era of America. So it's just a topic that, you know, somebody told me that, you know, if you brought that up and talked about that on the podcast, I would, I, that would really be a good take. So I say, you know what, let me go ahead and, and add that to the next show, man, because it was a, it was a, it was a healthy conversation we were having and, um, you know, it was just some insight. You know, I, I gained insight just from looking at slavery different and then finding the disconnect in my people and seeing where we kind of just got sidetracked. So um, pay attention, man. Make sure we understanding and loving one another, man. And not so quick to try to have our way because guess what? Life ain't nothing but a blink of an eye anyway. In this short lifespan, we trying to have so much done our way that we missed the picture and being there for one another and loving one another. That's the whole purpose. Like, God put us here to not do things alone. But yet, when things don't go a certain way, we struggle to try to understand and just simply love people. Marriage is not about, let's get our money right, let's pool our finances together, Let's get, you know, let's get our resources together. Let's have kids and let's do. No, it wasn't about that. And marriage wasn't supposed to be about having a license to have sex. That's not the purpose of marriage either. The purpose of marriage is to be a symbolic image of the relationship that God has with his people.
which is, of course, why there's an attack on marriage. Because if you can destroy the symbol of God's relationship with his people, you bring into doubt and into question the people in their relationship with God. So while on the topic of black love, I think it's time to start redefining some of the things that we think we want out of relationships. A lot of times, and I got a lot of friends, you know what I'm saying? Females that are accomplished, uh, males that are accomplished, and I'm just sitting back and I'm listening to what everybody say they want, everybody trying to do. It's so little understanding going on. But the funny thing to me is, is if God, if you believe in that doctrine as, as far as the Bible goes, as far as how husbands and wives come together, if you believe in that, if the helpmate is the woman, somebody explain to me, whose lead are we following at that point? If the woman is the help, we following the lead of the man, but a lot of men are not stepping up, man. Many places that I go, even in the world of real estate, me and another real estate colleague was just talking about this the other day. Men are not leading. And so you want to know why women got an anthem, fuck nigga free, and all these other little things that they do to belittle men, black men specifically, and make it seem like they not good enough or what they doing ain't good enough. You got to realize that you're not doing the selecting. You may want to get married the most and all that, but marriage ain't for everybody. And really, if a man that don't select you don't necessarily want marriage, then you get what you get. I mean, to a degree, because men determine marriage and relationships. Women determine sex and intimacy. So... Stop making it seem like all y'all are worthy of being married because everyone, I mean, marriage is not for everybody. Initially, marriage was for the wealthy to extend families, to build leg legacies, to not make sure that their riches went to some peasant. <coughs> Excuse me, some peasant just because he fell in love. So when I hear that, to me, it don't sound like love is the underlying basis for marriage. But since we've transformed to that with the Bible and Christianity, I think women got to do a better job of positioning, positioning themselves to get caught by a man that wants marriage as opposed to liking a man because he look good and a man liking a woman because she look good and then they just decide, you know, I want to try to turn this into marriage. You got to find somebody that wants to be married and that, that person that wants to be married most cases, it's got to be a man, all right? You want that person that wants to be married to find you and see the benefits of being married in you. But you're not going to just, like, talk your way into this shit and fat-ass your way into this shit and look good into this shit and be accomplished and think that a man is looking for a woman with degrees and this and that and this and that. Really, all he need, all a man need is a woman to understand him completely. You give a man that, you got him. Just being honest, because that's the thing that men lack the most, is understanding from their women. So, just a little nugget, man, I had on my mind. I wanted to drop that on y'all, man. A lot of people think that they... You know what I'm saying? Ready for this thing. Like, 
and it ain't. It ain't. It don't even go the way people are thinking about it. So the question was posed about, you know, why are all these relationships so messed up? Why is dating so bad? I think it was a post that came out, you know, a couple of days or a week or so ago. But uh, that's my two cents on it. So let's just talk about it, man. The news of the century is that Roe versus Wade was overturned here recently, and uh, the effects are loud. Um, you got protests going on all on the street. You got different people saying different things. You got different companies. You got different politicians, DAs, prosecutors, uh, all saying who they're not going to prosecute for trying to get abortions and different jurisdictions around the country saying they're going to help people as much as they can in their counties and, and cities and whatnot. But my question is this, what does it really mean? It's so many things. There's so many things that this ruling shows. I mean, first of all, it shows how corrupt the damn government can just flat out be. Old Bozo fucking put whoever he wanted in positions of power and on the Supreme Court. And who would have thought they would have came out doing shit like this, though? Like, man, go sit your ass down somewhere if you got nothing better to do than try to overturn 50-year-old court rulings. Like, what are y'all doing? There's so much shit going on right now. You're giving billions in aid to Ukraine. You got them basically fighting our war versus Russia. What do y'all need babies born automatically for? Like, most of the abortion clinics are in poor and minority communities. So what are y'all saying? Do y'all need people to put in jail? Do y'all need people to kill? Do y'all need people to disenfranchise, to, to abuse, to continue to show the black story of death on TV, to continue to show fucking slave movies to a whole generation of people just to fucking manipulate them even more and worse? It's ridiculous that this shit is happening two weeks after I just watched this movie on YouTube. If you get a chance, watch this movie on YouTube called Goodbye Uncle Tom. It's a real depiction of slavery. It's the most real depiction of slavery I've ever seen. They sugarcoat this shit and talk about, oh, it was this and oh, it was that and narratives and movies. But this right here is a raw, gory horror film about how they really treated black people. And it was made by some French directors kind of as a joke to, to kind of embarrass America that's why I was banned here but I'm getting sidetracked the point of the matter is is like and some people got different opinions I some people got different opinions about it some people think women wanted fair and equal treatment so here you go men don't get to make a decision about uh, if they're gonna have a baby or not but women do but it's so much more about population control if you ask me uh, I also read another stat that says 60% of babies that are boarded are white. And if the powers that be, you know, it could be the opposite of what I just said. Maybe they want to continue to have white babies born. It's a book called, hold on a sec. It's a book out that's called, yeah, so the name of the book is called The Birth Dirt. What happens when people in free countries don't have enough babies? Guess how much the book is? It's on abooks.com for $2,700 used. It's on eBay, $10,000 used. 
It's on thriftbooks.com, $1,500 used. Now imagine what's in that book that it costs that much. Who ain't ever got a chance in hell of purchasing that book? So who do you think that book might be talking about eliminating or eradicating? It's some real wickedness out here in the world. So put your thinking caps on, man. You know, pay attention to what's going on out here. They're trying to do a lot of crazy things right before our eyes, man. Stand up for what's right. We need all people of good character to stand up and speak up. I can't get them tones out my head, man. Them two niggas singing them notes off key like that. I, it, it's like a song we playing in my head, and I just keep dying laughing every time I hear it, man. That was Jeremiah and Ray J at the verses uh, in late June, man. It was one for the ages. I mean, it sounds so terrible. The damn, the damn beat sound like it's struggling. The beat sound like his voice cracking right now. Not all the voices cracking. The beats cracking. I mean, yeah, I'm glad I missed that. But the highlights, oh my God, the highlights have been golden, man. So, shouts out to Versus, man, for giving us another hood cultural classic in R&B and hip hop. Yeah, that was one of the best ones ever. That's that was the funniest verses I ever heard. How do all them cats that singers? I mean, you could pick everybody off of the street to go out there and sing and sound better than that. Why do they sound that off? Is it synthesizers? Is it auto-tune? Auto-tune? What the hell, man? Like, yeah, that shit was bad. Mario, you heard him in the background. <laughs> Y'all niggas sound terrible. Y'all niggas sound crazy, man. They did, like, crackhead R&B, man. All right, I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to another episode of the Connor's Corner Podcast. We did get it produced a little late, but it is July 3rd, so we're still on track. Um, it's been a while since we did a quote of the day, so I want to leave you guys with a quote of the day. It's from Krishna. Let the motive be in the deed and not in the event. Be not one whose motive for action is the hope of reward. All right, and so let's make sure we're getting active, man, getting out here voting. We see what the Supreme Court's trying to do. 
they starting with Roe v. Wade, but ain't no telling what they gonna go to next. Hell, these motherfuckers might try to bring segregation back, which might not be a bad idea. I wouldn't mind living in a fucking segregated society. I mean, it'd be just basically being honest of the shit that we basically we try to fucking hide anyway and act like it ain't really going on. So, um, yeah, man, ain't no telling, man. Just do your duty. Do your duty. Do the right thing because it's the right thing. Don't do it in hopes of thinking this, going that. Do it because it's the right thing to do and know what the right thing is. You know what I'm saying? So that's that, man. We're going to holler at you again in August. You know what I'm saying? For the August 3rd episode. Other than that, man, happy holidays. Enjoy your summer. Travel safely. Everybody hitting the airports and trying to get gone, man. Be careful. Be safe. Be aware. Everybody toting guns. And also, uh, be aware in your sex life, man. Some of these states, you won't be able to get uh, those procedures done uh, if you're out there. A little loose with it, man, so strap it up, and I'm out.